It's nothing but positive vibes over here. Peace and blessings. What's going on? What's happening, beautiful people? Welcome to the Truth Moment Podcast. We're discussing all things life with in-your-face, raw, and uncut life facts I like to refer to as hashtag truth moment. My prayer is that our conversations together will encourage you to speak your truth, live your truth, and most importantly, own your truth. I am the voice behind the truth, your host, Mika Joy. I want you to grab a beverage, grab a snack, light an incense, and get comfortable. And let's get into today's episode. Yo, 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 what's good, good people? Hey, this is Tavares, man, and I'm so excited uh, to be joining y'all on this week's Wave of Truth with Miss Mika Joy. Um, I'm excited about this, man. Let's do it. Now, with this being the truth moment and all, you know that it's going to require for you to be truthful. Yes, ma'am. You, you, you're aware of this, right? Yes, I am aware. Okay, so you, you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and, and nothing but the truth. So help me God, I do. Come on now, come on. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you were ready and you knew what you oh. had signed up for. Oh, yeah. Okay, don't get scared now, okay? Welcome, welcome to the Truth Moment Podcast, sir. Thank you for joining me for uh, October's Boys to Men episode. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored that you would consider such a one as I. Come on. And man, it was only (laughs) right. It was only right because you know what? I have been a witness an up-close witness and a from-afar witness on your journey from boyhood to manhood. Absolutely. I mean, I I, I don't even know how long it's been. I mean, how old were you? Do you remember? I I remember, why are you thinking? Why are you thinking? I remember I was in my mid-20s and I was a teacher at Little Lambs Christian Academy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just kind of want to bring bring it back. So, do you remember how yeah, old? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't remember how old I was. I know for sure that I was in elementary school. Mm. So I, I don't. I don't remember like what grade and stuff I was in. That was um. That was Where were you? Minute. Wait a minute. Uh-uh, I don't think you were still in. Because tryout was maybe, maybe huh? like sixth grade, seventh maybe? No, I think it was before then, though. Really? I believe, I don't know, man. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm 31 now, so subtract them years and then you tell me. <laughs> God, you know, I don't think you were, I don't think you were that young. But anywho, we've known one another for a very long time. I was I was Miss Dunn to you at that time. That's right. Yes, you were. Miss Dunn. Yes, Miss yes, Dunn ma'am. with the In the classroom cabinet. on the back, all the way down the hallway on the back to the in the back to the right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I, I remember Miss Dunn. 
Come on now, with the with the long khaki skirt, with the yellow pants. Yes, 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 absolutely. Come on, <laughs> that good trial uniform, huh? Oh, now, come on, wasn't nothing like that. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So yes, yes, I just thought that we would kick off this episode by just taking a memory, a walk down memory lane, um, to let the people know how long we have really known each other. You know what I'm right. saying? I had to paint that picture to let the people know I have seen you. Yeah, you boy, you so done, now a man. You done say you done say to me. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, man. You you've been a witness. <laughs> yes, yes. So um I want to give you the opportunity really quick before we get moving and grooving uh into the episode, but I want to give you an opportunity to introduce to properly introduce yourself to the people in Maybe 60 seconds or less. You just let them know what you want them to know about you. Okay, okay. Uh, my name is Tavares, last na- first name Tavares, last name Barnes. Um, I am a husband. I am a father. Um, now, right now, I'm coaching my kids. Um, I am also an elder in the Lord's Church. Um, yeah, man, I just, I'm enjoying life. I'm learning. And I'm still growing up. Mm, I love um, it. And I think that it's important that we keep that in mind that every day should be a growing experience. Right, right. No matter how old you are. Right. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you really quick. So you said coaching. What are you what are you coaching right now? Um, right now I'm coaching basketball for my five year old and my eleven year old. I coach both of their teams basketball yeah barnett park um i've also coached um baseball for my seven-year-old and my five-year-old i, I coached their baseball teams as well mm. um, and just, full-time job yeah man just outside of outside of the church activities you was a busy man mr bonds huh you was a busy man yeah man i just you know, you got a lot going on in your world. I got a lot going on, and I, I got to make sure that I uh, I try to make sure I keep a balance in everything, you know? Yeah, that's important, though. A lot of times my kids have to, you know, go with me, because me, both me and my wife are uh, in leadership in the church. So a lot of times my kids are in church more than normal kids. Mm-hmm. So um, I make sure that the balance is for them to also get the joy of me being involved in doing what they love to do. Mm. So that's why I coach. Yeah. I think that's beautiful, man. I really do. Yeah. I really do. You got your, your whistle and everything? Do you be blowing the whistle on the kids? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Let me let me show you. I got one now. <laughs> uh, uh, I got it. I'm ready.
because they everybody gave up. Mm. And so to me, it was a life a life lesson teaching moment for them. Hey, life's right. gonna throw you some blows. Life's gonna, right. life's gonna beat you up sometimes. But if you want to live life and survive life, you got you got to give one hundred and ten percent every day, every time. That's right. That's right. That's right. So to me, it is more is more is more than teaching them skills for basketball. Teaching yeah. them life, man. You, you some some life lessons that that will hopefully stick with them and help them, um, you know be successful man mm -hmm. and these are life lessons that are outside of school you know what yeah. i'm saying these, yeah. these are lessons that they could still apply to their life now yeah. and as an adult absolutely and it's something these that, moments they that they're really not paying attention to because their kids mm -hmm. later on once they get older they'll be able to look back and say you know my coach taught me that yep Absolutely. No matter how many times he blew that whistle, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they know, they know, boy. I'm gonna get on you. I'm yeah. not, gonna, I'm not gonna let you, I'm not gonna let you waste your time and not give everything you got. Yeah, because yeah. if you if you're not gonna give it everything that you have, spend that time doing something that you're gonna give 100 percent to. Right, right. Because time well, is value. I, I really applaud you for just taking on that role. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, we need more men stepping up in those type of roles and having that type of impact on, on these kids' lives out here. So I applaud you. Thank you. I really do. And I, I'll just say, you know, I, I thank you. You know, I thanked you a few times, you know, before we actually hopped on tonight. But just for taking the time out, you made time to do what you said you was going to do. Yes, ma'am. And I, I appreciate that. I really do. A part of being a man, my dad always taught me is your word. Keep your word. Yes. Always keep your word. And whatever you, whatever you got to do to keep it, you make sure you keep it because that's, that's what people attach to your character. That's so true. And when you leave this earth, all the money you made and all that, that stuff going to other people. But what will you be remembered for? Mm. Your character. You 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 didn't start it already. Dropping truth, man. <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to help somebody, man. I'm trying to help Come somebody. I'm trying to help somebody, man. Because when you in that casket, boy, they gonna tell all them stories that you ain't gonna be able to do nothing about. So make sure they got mm -hmm. some good ones to tell about your character. I know that's right. Yes. So before we get into what I call I Start, You Finish, which okay. is uh, kind of like an icebreaker. Okay. And it also, you know, it gives the listeners, um, as well as myself, to learn a little something different about, you know, each guest that's on. And so, um, but before we get into that, mm -hmm. I want to ask you, which is what you're sipping on over there? Hey, listen, man, I got, listen, I got introduced to this the other day. And I'm going back to the store to find some more. It is um, it's Hawaiian Spring Natural Art Artesian Water. Mmm, that sounds real refreshing. Listen, this stuff tastes so clean. Mmm. I was in um, TJ Maxx looking for something. I think I was looking for some black dress shoes or something. I don't remember. And I just looked at. I was like, oh, I never seen Hawaiian Springs. Well, let me try this. Man, this stuff's so good. 
Mm. And I saved it just for the night. Come on! Because I was going to finish it. But <laughs> I said, you know what, let me save half of this liter so I can have something clean to sip on while we talk about truth, huh? Come on. I love it. I love it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I'm not sipping on any water uh, <laughs> this evening. I got a little ground folk juice. A uh, little ground folk little- juice? Yeah, a little chilled pink Moscato. Oh, pink. The pink yeah. Moscato, huh? Yes, pink. Ain't nothing wrong that's with what that. I was, that's what I was in the mood for. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yes. So, um, yeah, so you ready to fill in these blanks. With the I start, you finish. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So, I wake up every morning and. I wake up every morning and bathe. I know that's right. <laughs> Clean, brush my mouth. You hear me? <laughs> <He's> right. <laughs> Listen, it's crazy because I don't like, you know, some people take their shower at night, some people take the shower in the morning. Mm-hmm. But like I I do both. I don't know. I just I love showers. I love hot showers. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I'm I'm a morning I'm a morning shower taker, but you know, water is, and this was just pointed out to me a few days ago about water. Mm-hmm. Water is. Oh God, how do I want to put it? And I I, I want to quote this person word for word, but I don't think I'm gonna be able to. But water is a form of of therapy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep, it is. When I want when I when I want to relax, number one, I take morning showers because that's my meditation time. Yes, that's my med. That's my. I'm able to get in that. It's something about that hot water hitting your body and that steam that just allows mm-hmm. you to clear your mind and just. You know what I'm saying? So that's number one. But anytime I'm feeling stress and pain, anything, I either go get in the pool or I go to the beach. That's the most relaxing time. I'm most yeah. relaxed in, in the water. Yeah, water is powerful now. It is. It really That's why is. It's a necessity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why it's an obsessive. If some of these people drink more water, they won't be so full of mess. Come on now. Come on now. The cleanser. You're talking right, sir. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I tell myself every day. You have, you have a unit depending on you. Mm. Uh, repeat that. Somebody out there ain't hear you. Repeat that again for me, please, sir. I tell myself every day that you have a unit depending on you. Mm. I have a mm. wife and four children that depends on me to make proper decisions to lead and guide my family. Now let me ask you this, and this just this just came to me. So you know, I'm I'm in a season of being obedient to my spirit. So I'm just gonna go ahead and ask this. But mm-hmm. as a man, mm-hmm. as a husband, as a father, does that weight get heavy? Of course. Is it like? Is it? Can it be a bit overwhelming though? Like, how do you? How do at you? Times, at times, it can be. At times it can be uh, for the simple fact of a lot of times as 
um, head of house, you know, if, if, if done right. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not one to tell you what's right and what's wrong, but, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times heads of house sacrifice more than anything. And I'm not mm-hmm. talking about money. I'm talking about happiness. Mm. Sometimes it requires you to not do what you would like to do in order to make sure that everybody else is happy. Everybody else is good, yeah. So that can get overwhelming, and that's why I suggest that even, you know, even, um, you know, uh, mothers too, it's important that you have that, you set aside time for you, just for yourself, to be with just you, to just kind of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To get every that time where you could just, you don't have to worry about nobody calling your name. You don't got to worry about you having to do anything for anybody else where you can literally just have that time where you do what you want to do, mm-hmm. when you want to do it, how you want to do it. I think that's important for every every um, every adult. I agree. Married or not. Single parent or not. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's important because if not, man, you'll be done drove yourself crazy because you'll live a life unfulfilled. That is so true, sir. That is so true. So it's important for everybody to take that time. And it's, I mean, it's, it, it can get uh, overwhelming at times, man, but, you know, that's why I'm led. That's why I make sure I'm, I'm connected to the source. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it says in, in our weakness, his strength is made perfect. Yes. So when I'm feeling burnt out and overwhelmed, he steps in and he guides and leads me. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I didn't mean to kind of get, you know, off, off course, but that just, it, oh, it came. Nah, so. you know me, I'm a, I'm good with whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm good and I said, with I said last road. episode that I think I've been spending a lot of time on my uh, I start, you finish. I've been spending a lot of time on this and it holds the guests up. So I'm trying to be cautious of that time, but it's like, Go ahead. You I good. can't help. I can't help when someone responds and it, and it brings about another, right. you know, another element of the conversation. Like I, I just, I can't help that. So <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm working I'm, on it though. Listen, I'm not complaining. I'm rolling with you. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're rolling. I'm rolling with you. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, moving on. Uh, the song that gives me life is. Oh, man, listen, I ain't going to lie. Right now? Come on, give it to us. It's that smile. Doodla Duval, boy. Listen. Yes. Listen, listen. That, that, listen, man, I ain't got time to go back and fuck with you Negroes. I know that's right. I'm living because my why? best life. Because why? I'm living my best I'm life. I'm living my best life, man. Yeah. And, we, and I we think... We spend that, a lot of energy, though. You know what I'm saying? We spend a lot of energy going back and forth with people that don't matter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, what effect, what major effect do you have on my life? Yep. None. So yep. why am I arguing with you? Right. Why am I entertaining your opinions that don't matter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we waste a lot of energy, good energy, time. Yeah, man. Listen, I'm, I'm living the life, setting my family up. 
for yeah. generation after generation for the generation after the generation. I know that's right. To be successful, man, I ain't got time for your opinion. If my no. best life is not, you know, if it's not okay with you, then live yours. Right. <laughs> and your best right life on. might not be my best life. Yeah, because yeah. we got two different goals. God gave us two different visions. He's taking us in two different directions. So be okay with your best life and let me live mine. I ain't got time to go back and forth with you. I know that's right. I'm not yes. wasting my energy on you. Yes. That was something I had to learn the hard way. You know what I'm saying? And listen, when people learn that. It made life a little easier. Just a little bit. Man, listen. Let me tell you what killed me about folk, right? They get on social media and go back and forth with people that if they seen them in person, wouldn't say half the stuff that they said. Okay. Eli so what, you, like, what are you arguing with a, a internet tough guy for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, get out of here, bro. See, when, <laughs> if you see me, let's have this conversation. Because I right. bet that energy changed. Right. That, face, that energy, face ain't, that energy ain't going to be the same. Right. Because a lot of people ain't got, a lot of people don't have the, the bravery to say in person the stuff that they type. You're and right, if they do right. say it in person, they don't have the they don't have the, 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 the I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but they're not gonna look you in your face and say it. Right. Yeah, it's not gonna be the same type of effect. Yeah, so for what, man, it's social media. Everybody can be whatever they wanna be. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you be what you wanna be, let me be what I wanna be. And hey, I ain't going we back gonna and keep forth it moving. Too. We don't keep it moving. You live, I live. Let live and let live. That's my motto. <laughs> I, I give it. you. You know what I'm saying? I give you. If you ask me, I give you whatever advice I can, and then I'm done, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. but when I heard when Lil Duval came out, man, listen, that song be turning me up. Okay. Listen, everybody, everybody yeah. can relate to that. Everybody can feel that. Yeah. I don't care who y'all. Yeah, that's that 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 right there. That's 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 my um, that's that's my that's my jam. Right there. It's a it's an instant mood shifter too. You know what I'm saying? It, do, you, it you, is. It's a you vibe. hear that song it, it, in it, the middle of the day when you when you didn't caught a little stress. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Man. yeah. Okay. I, I will. We'll get stuck down for ten minutes, so far. So we, <laughs> we gonna keep it moving on the best way. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had a guest. Um, I had a guest on a few episodes ago. Uh, shout out to Jason Tyler, but uh, you know he he I think shared. I to that one. Did you? Okay, so you heard him yeah. say he's living his best delicious life. Deli- yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on now. When when I heard this brother say delicious, yeah. that just that's just it just sounds sweet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Delicious life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Come on now. All right, let's keep it moving here. Cause see, I, t- I I get stuck. All right. Uh, my favorite color is. Man, I uh, I don't know that I have a favorite color right now. Okay, that's okay. I know that's cr- I know that sounds weird, but no, it's not. I, I, I don't I really have, have a favorite color. I don't have I don't I've never been a favorite color type of person. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily because I'm too have colorful. Right. I like I like a bunch of I like a lot of colors. I like bright colors. Yeah, yeah. Right now I'm feeling yellow because yellow for me has been a instant 
mood shifter, energy shifter. Mm-hmm. My nails right now are even uh, a form of a yellow. You know, it just, it gives me life. Right, right, And the right. wet on my fingers and my toes, you know what I'm saying? It's like, right. so, yeah, yeah, bright colors will, they'll do something for your life. Yeah, I like bright colors and uh, flesh, and like flesh tone, natural, natural. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, I don't know if you're ready for this one, but I'm, I'm, I'm about to hit you with it. Okay. If I could invite three celebrities to a dinner party, I would invite... Three celebrities to a dinner party? Three. Um if you don't have three, that's okay, but 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 give us what you got. Three celebrities. I would invite Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. I would invite um ooh. I would invite uh Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. And I would invite I don't know. I don't know who my third one would be. Okay. Now I don't yeah. I'm not a I'm not a sports fan. I mean I know who his real name is Stefan, right? Stefan Curry or Stephen? Stephen Curry, yeah. Okay, so you know, see, yeah. Uh <laughs> But yeah. why would you why why would you invite him? I'm just curious. I would invite him because um just from the beginning well not the beginning of his career because nobody really paid attention to him at the beginning of his career. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because he's been kind of snapping. But um I would invite him number one because he represents God in every way possible. Mm. Even he had scriptures on his shoes. Really? So that and the display of family that he shows. Yes, now I have seen that, yeah. Yeah, so, like, even though he's, like, the, well, he was, like, the when, even when he was, like, the number one per, talked about person, you always seen his wife and his kids. Mm-hmm. So I would invite him for that reason because he, he dis, displays that you can be successful and have a strong family unit. I can respect that, yeah. 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 Okay. I was just curious because I, like yeah. I said, I don't, I don't know much about him, and you know, I'm not a sports fan. I am aware yeah. of who he is, but you know, yeah, I know he's 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 going through a glow up uh, season right now. Yeah, I do know. And him. all my kids love him too, so I think that they'll be. I get super dad points for that. Oh come on! Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> I get a bunch of dad. I'll be the best dad in the world, huh? <laughs> okay. Uh, three things I never leave the house without are. Three things I never leave the house without. My phone. My gun. And God. Come on. What a combination. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Now I'm gonna um I'm gonna hit you with this fill in the blank, and this is actually the first time that I'm giving. Well, I'm gonna hit you with two. Oh. Okay. I thought I switch it up a little bit. Um, okay. So yeah, you're you're the first one to receive these. Are you ready? All right. 
Okay, I believe in blank. I believe in? Mm-hmm, yes, I in. Okay. I believe in principles. Mm. Godly principles. They work. Biblical principles, they work. Okay. And, I, okay. and I'm saying that they work because I've experienced the results of following them. And I okay. know, I know, every, you know, we got a lot of different belief systems going on, and yeah. I'm not knocking nobody for what they believe, but you can't change my mind from experiences. Right, right. Experiences be information all day. Now that's facts, though. Now that's a hashtag. That's that's a truth moment, though. You can't tell me something don't work if I done tried it and, and I've experienced it. And work. You know for yourself. I know for myself. Truth. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna sway me. So I believe in principle. Principles. Financial okay. principles work too. Like, okay. Yeah. I can dig it. Okay. I am grateful for. I am grateful for um, God's grace, man. Mm, yes. <laughs> God's grace. Uh, that's what I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. Uh, because truth be told, I ain't always been no elder. Come on now. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> a lot of people say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my... Nah, if it had not been for him being gracious <laughs> and mm. giving me another chance, boy. Come on now. Not another chance, several chances. Yeah. Yeah, if it had not been for that, man. You don't know where you'll be, huh? Oh, I know where I would be. It ain't wouldn't be good. That's why I'm grateful for it. I know you can. They can say they don't know where they would be. I know where I would be. <laughs> Cause I know what I was doing, huh? Come on now. You can you can make believe you don't know where you would be if you want to. You yeah. know what you was doing, and you know what that stuff lead to. Right, so, right. And I know where the people that's still doing what I was doing is at. So I I, I kind of got an idea of where I would be. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just grateful for his for his grace mm-hmm. that he gave several chances to get it together. Yes. One time for that grace. <laughs> oh yeah. So. All right. Well, sir, we've come to the end. Uh in closing, my mm-hmm. name is In closing, what do you mean like a No, I was I was saying in closing as we wrap this thing up as we wrap up our fill-in-the-blank session. So I was just saying, Uh, in closing, dot, 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 my name is... My name is... My name is Power. Mm, mm. (laughs) I would say my name is Power. I felt that, sir. Yeah. I felt that one. My name is Power, and I am a. My name is Power, and I am a difference maker. Wait, you a who? Difference maker. Oh, I thought that's what you said. I just want to make sure that that's what I, what I heard. Yeah. Power. Yeah, I'm a difference maker. Mm. Think about think about power. When you got it. Everything good when you don't. Come on, come on, <laughs> come on! Now you know, <laughs> you already know. D- 
different and system. Even, even thinking of, think about how we shift, how we give people power over certain stuff. You know what I'm saying? How we allow people to have power. No, I, I'm, I am the power. Because I'm connected to the ultimate source. I got, I got the power. I have the power to make a difference. I have the power to change. I have the power to speak whatever I desire and then manifest. I have the power to to walk in the room and shift the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy? What just hit my spirit as you were speaking? It's a lot of grown folk who don't believe that about themselves. Because they, you know they haven't. You can't. They can't believe what they don't know. Right. They can't believe what they what they what they uh haven't been taught. Think about a lot of a lot of adults nowadays, man. They they weren't raised like um you know the adults of old. My dad always, always, from a little kid, he he helped me realize that I have the power to control my own situation. Mm. It was always, he would always tell me, I can work with you if you get in trouble for from a decision that you made. But if you get in trouble from following somebody else, I can't deal with that. I can't help you, sir. Mm. So that's, that's from a young age, I was always taught, you have your own mind, think for yourself. Right. Make your own decisions. But a lot of people, they, they weren't taught that. They don't they don't know. That's so true. They don't know the power that they have. So, but they do know, they just don't realize the negative effect that it's having. Yeah. Because we say negative stuff out of our mouth all the time and wondering why that's all we attract. Mm-hmm. And you can't take Girl, no I ain't got no money. I'm broke. Okay. That's why you broke. Cause you keep saying you broke. Right. That's right. why you broke. Keep saying it. Keep on. You ain't gonna never have nothing. You know what I've been saying lately? I've been saying I don't have access to my funds right now. That's it. That's it. You know what I'm but saying? When I, I, get used it. Say I, was, I used to say I was broke all the time too. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh uh-uh, uh, I, I got to change that there because I'm I'm speaking things over my life. Here's the crazy part. We speak it over our kids. Yes. yes. You're so bad. Okay, Johnny going to be bad then. Keep mm-hmm. saying it, dummy. He going to keep being bad. You talking right. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> that was I started. You finished. And I started. And guess what, sir? Finished. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I played the game correctly. Yes, yes. So you ready to get into <laughs> Boys to Men, the makings of let's, a man? Let's do it. Yes, I mean, you didn't already gave us a little snippet already, but I mean, we about yeah. to go a little deeper. Okay. All right, so growing up, mm-hmm. now I, I know of maybe one nickname, but tell the people a couple of nicknames that was associated with you as, as a, as a young boy, as a young Tavares. Oh man. As a young Tavares, um, my best friend of 31 years, like my literally life day one lifetime friend, shout out to my dog, Brandon Thompson. Um, he always called me yellow because I was high yellow. I was like, Real, 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 <laughs> like, 
younger, so he would call me Yellow. Um, Boris is a nickname. As I got older and kind of into high school, um, people they started calling me T.O. And then depending on uh, which one of my friends, some people call me Yodi, some people call me Yoski. Um, so those those was my nicknames. Okay, okay. All right, I just wanted you to kind of, you know, take us back a little bit, because see, we, we are about to, you know, we are about to meet the younger version of you. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, I don't even really know this. I mean, I, I, I knew you when you was a little young, but, uh, but... What what was the younger Tavares like? How would you describe who you were as I don't know, let's go back maybe I don't know, maybe middle school, high schoolish around that around that area. Okay, middle school. Oof. Gotta be careful what I say. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> middle school I was um I was getting into that stage of really, really being into girls. Um, that's when clothes and shoes and stuff started to really matter to me. Um, mm-hmm. um, most of it was... Yes, ma'am. Right. I'm so sorry. That's okay. We back in the building. That's all that matters. All, all right. We back in... <laughs> <laughs> back in the building. Yes. So you was telling us how clothes and shoes, that's that's when, when oh. those things really started to make a difference in, right. in, in the world. Yeah, so in middle school, clothes and shoes began to make a difference because um, they mattered to the girls. Ah. So young, younger Tavares was, um, was very, uh, I was getting into learning women. I had a lot of, a lot of um, female friends. Um, and that was a, a lesson learned um, by my big cousin, Nat Jones. Um, yes, Miss Natsy Jones, who was a former guest. Nat, yes, I have to. I have to credit a lot of my knowledge um, about women to my to my big cousin. Man, she taught me at a young age how to deal with women. I'm not going to tell y'all my secrets that she told me even. <laughs> but <laughs> that's the age where. Uh, you know, she was kind of coaching me through how to deal with women and how to get the attention of of uh, of girls and stuff like that. So I was at middle school. I was into that. Um, high school, I was more into um, same thing, man. Sports and and um, I always had a strong unit of friends, man. And mm. to be honest with you, the people that I spent the most time with in high school. We still communicate to this day. That's beautiful. We have a uh, some of us have a group chat, and then my my brothers that I grew up with, like you know, just Brandon and Corey and all them. You you know most of them, um, all of them. Um, we still communicate on the regular as well. Um, so high school was more into that, and I was quiet. I was a, say a, um, I will put it this way: I was a silent killer in high school. I could believe that. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily like uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wouldn't call myself popular. You know what I'm saying? I knew. I knew a good amount of people, but 
you know, I was kind of, I was kind of quiet with my, with my work. <laughs> say that. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was kind of quiet with it. So. Okay. Power. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, what would you say was one of the biggest lessons you learned? as as the younger version of you maybe one of the biggest lessons that prepared you on your journey to become a, a man one of the biggest lessons that i learned um is that you can't it's you can't expect everybody to think how you think mm that's good. That that's good. That's one of the biggest lessons and even even into adulthood, um, people don't understand how and me and my wife we kinda we kinda discuss this a lot too. How I can deal with people, um, even people that, that have wronged me. Right, right. Um, and I may feel some type of way, but I can still speak to you and you know, as if nothing ever happened. Because although I feel that it's wrong, I have to understand that I can't expect you to have the same values that I have because you weren't raised. Right. Right. That's true. So I I can't, I can't, I can be um, upset for what happened, but for, I can't be upset for too long. Yeah. Because I can't, I don't, I can't expect you to think and to act and to value the same things that I value. That's good. And, you know, as adults, you know, we, we struggle with that thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I've had my moments, too, where just because you expect for what makes sense to you to make, make sense, sense to somebody them. else. Right. It because it, that thing don't seem to show up in their lives like that. You know, you'll get bent out of shape. Absolutely. You'll be Absolutely. a hot mess all behind somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a beautiful lesson. You know, it's a hard grasp, lesson. Yeah. But imagine if everybody grasped, would grasp that concept. Right. How much more peaceful would we be? Yeah. Like, you, yeah, can't, you, can't, you can't expect me... You can't expect me to value word, word, like, to value truth when I've been lied to all my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah I, I don't, how? How can I value truth when all I've heard is lies? Mm. Yeah. How can I, how can I value long lasting relationships when I, I see people, family members jump from relationship to relationship? Right. Yeah. How can I value working something out when I see people leave when they get upset? Yeah. Yeah, not having you know examples. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't have no examples of the stuff that you're expecting me to know. Right. So, how mad can how how mad can I really be if I don't know how you grew up? Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely something. Now, it is. A, it, there is a certain. There is a certain just just common level of respect that you're gonna have for me. Mm-hmm. You're not just gonna disrespect me, but when you when I know that you don't know no better, 
how much mad can I, I, I will be, it would be crazy of me to waste my energy being mad at you exactly. for something that you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's truth down there. That's truth. Mm-mm. You got me over here thinking, sir. That thing, <laughs> that, that thing is real right there, though. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. So growing up, what what did it mean to you to be a man? What did being a man mean to you other than just being grown? You know, like. Being a man to me was um, shaped by the examples that I saw around me, um, which was my father, um, my uncles, my grandfather. Um, and it was, it was just like, man, work, take care of your kids, take care of your responsibilities, make sure, make sure your household straight. That's, that's what I grew up seeing the man to be. My dad worked for years. My dad worked, uh, two and three jobs mm. just to make sure that we was good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then I saw a shift in manhood, right? Because he came to a realization that even with all that working, he was missing out on us growing up. So as a kid, my dad, my dad missed a lot of my games, mm. my sports games. He would miss, he would, he would come in like at the very end of my games, right? And then all of a sudden it shifted because he realized that. You can make all the money in the world and miss out on your kids growing up, and you will mm-hmm. never be able to get that money. Yeah, yeah. So I learned, at, I I started to see that too. Like, okay, a man, is, it's about working, but it's about making sure that your kids see you active in their life as well. That's true, yeah. yeah. And I, I think, so, I think as a woman, I think that, there are men, there are husbands, there are fathers who were not shown those examples growing up. You know? Right, absolutely. So all they know is what you said, like the examples that you were taught, was a man, a man and his responsibilities is to take care of his family, take care of his household, and make sure everything is on the up and up. But one thing I wanted to ask you too, just as a man, with the examples that you were shown or given as a, as a child, as a young Tavares, like, were there any examples of, of men in your family who took time out for themselves, loved on them or, uh, self-care practice self-care in their lives? I know self-care probably isn't, you know, maybe what men. Honestly, not until I got older. Okay. Not until I got, um, I was out of high school, man. When I start seeing my like my dad would buy himself gifts. Yeah, yeah. He would say, "This is my birthday gift to myself because this oh, is something right, that, I, that I really wanted." And then um, my uncle Spencer, which is like another, uh, was another big uh, influence in my life. That's Nat Natsy Jones' dad. Okay, okay. That was another like he was like a second daddy to me because I was always at their house because they live right around the corner mm. so I was like always at their house 
but um as I got older I would I would see him begin to like he would take trips just him you know so I started to see that kind of stuff but it wasn't until I got older till I was like 18 19 20 21 that those ages that's when I started to see you know them really start to take care of themselves because for so long it was all about they took care of their families they did as much as they could in the community they took care of stuff in the church and a lot of times you can get involved in that stuff and you will run yourself crazy for other people that right you don't do right and that neglect you do and neglect your own needs yep yeah and that's yeah. It, to be honest that's where a lot of frustration comes in for adults period because we we go crazy we do all this extra stuff for our kids and we try to make up for the absent parent and yes. doing all this extra stuff yeah. that you be old and ain't really enjoyed nothing, ain't really done nothing that you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some of them out here doing everything they want to do and they ain't making sure them kids straight, too. Come on now. Come on now. I ain't talking to y'all. I'm talking Come about on the now. ones who <laughs> 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 take care of your responsibilities. Yes. And then make sure you still take care of yourself as well. Yeah. I don't know why that question hit me the way that it did right in that moment. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, as far as how self-care showed up in the men's lives and in in your life, Uh, because, you know, as as I get older, I'm realizing that self-care is super important and everybody should incorporate something in their lives that is a reflection of self-care. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's more than a hashtag. It's more than, you know what I'm saying? It's That, that thing That's, is real. It is real. And then, and if you don't do it, the results can, the, the consequences can be real too. Mm-hmm. Even realer. <laughs> uh, yeah, even, even realer. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Man. Okay. So I was going to ask you what was one of the biggest lessons you were taught as a boy, but I think you've already, you've already somewhat touched on that. So uh, yeah. I'm not going to ask that question uh, because you, you've answered it before I even took it there. And that's what I love about these boys, the men conversations, or anytime that I have a guest on, even if it's, you know, for the, what she said series, like the conversations just flow. They just mm-hmm. flow. So we're going to fast forward a little bit here. And, uh, okay. I want to know who is Tavares now, right now, today, who is the man T.O. Well, no, T.O., we, we know T.O. is not, that's not you right now. Well, that, you know, some people still, some people still call me that. Okay. And it's, okay. and it's, it's cool, man. And, um, <laughs> it's not really because. So important. The the most important part um, to me is that not all of my friends are you know in the church like I'm in the church, mm-hmm. right? All my not all my brothers are in the church like I'm in the church, right? But they still respect me enough to allow me to hang around, like to still kind of hang out with them, and they not do stuff that. No, that they know I'm that I don't do no more. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So 
when I'm they, and they they got a they got a joke. They call me Rev now. That's what they be calling. Me. <laughs> Rev, hey, Rev, coming. Y'all gotta put that bottle up. Rev on the week. <laughs> Because as you get older, you know what I'm saying? You're not, nine times out of ten, you're not going to be the exact same person that you were when y'all first started hanging and, and became friends. You know, you're not. Right, right. So I think it's beautiful for friends to be able to re- have a level of respect no matter where you are and no matter where they are in life. Yeah. And Feel the, me so? the, the, most, the most rewarding or most fulfilling uh, thing about it is, man, Ten years ago, they would be calling me to come smoke, come drink, mm-hmm. you know, come fight with them. And now they're calling me to, to pray for them. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't force, you know, church or you know, God down their throat because they know him just like I do. Yeah. It's just my process my process moved a little faster and I'm not I'm not gonna pressure you to move your process. Right, right. And I, I'm sure you don't judge them for where they are either. I know you I Oh no, because I I was there. I I can't judge you when yeah. I was with you. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. How much can I judge you when I was right there with you? Yeah. So, you know, that's the that's the beauty of our relationship, man. And I'm I'm grateful for friends for friends like that because to be honest, when you're in leadership in the church, um, you know leaders are human as well. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. have human, they have human moments, and to be able to have people that that you can have a human moment around, mm. and they still respect you. It's you know a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So some days a nigga might. I mean, ooh, Lord, I said that. I ain't mean, see, I ain't mean to say that. Word. That's all right. Hey, but you all know, right. people might make people might make you mad. Yeah, and you might, you know, you might say something that is not, you know, not God quite godly. God. <laughs> <laughs> you might slip up and say something that's not quite godly. You know. Yeah, yeah. And the first, if if that ever happens, the first thing they do, hey, bro, is everything straight with you, bro. Come on, checking on. Because they know they know it's not a normal thing for me anymore. Right. So now they now they're concerned to see like, whoa, something really must be going on. Yeah, and there's you know? beauty in that for them to even recognize that. Because I mean, sometimes we we can see something or we can feel that something is not right, right. with our our friends, and we don't yep. check on them. We don't even ask them. Yep. 
is everything all right? You know, we keep it yeah. moving. Yeah. No, because we might stand back and be like, well, you know, they ain't say nothing, so you know, everything must be all right. Nah, that that's one thing I can say about uh about my brothers and my sisters and you know everybody my 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 close units it, um is we kind of always know when something ain't right. Mm-hmm. We we can always kind of pick up on it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, you know, a few years back, I can mm-hmm. remember uh, visiting the Experience Christian Center. Uh, and I had, I had visited a few times, but this one in particular Sunday that I visited, I witnessed a proposal. Uh-huh. That was Mother's Day. Yes. Mother's and... Day 2012. Yeah, I think that was Mother's Day 2012. Yes. And I was yeah. sitting and just observing and just really like, Wow, man, this 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 is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. because in that moment for me, even though we had gone, you know, so many years and had not been in contact with one another, but even in that moment, I was able to witness what I knew to be a man making a man decision. You know right. what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, men get married for all the wrong reasons. They get mad get married for, you know, um, reasons that don't even have nothing to do with love. But in that moment, I witnessed a man who was in love proposing to the woman that he loved. Absolutely. And, um, you know, so me never being married before, but, you know, I've heard, you know, word on the street is that. Word, word on the street. Come on now, right on the street is that, you know, marriage is not an easy thing, you know? And, you know, I wanted to ask, what is, I guess, one of the biggest lessons that you've learned on this journey of marriage? Because, see, marriage for you, proposing, asking this woman to marry you came with little ones, too. Mm-hmm. Right? She, she was a package deal. Right. And so uh what what I'm trying to see how I want to ask you this. Just when ask did you. you know? When did you know that okay, this is what I want to do and what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask her to marry me. Like when did you know that it was it was time to go to that next level? Um, let me, so let me, let me give you the breakdown of the whole story. It's crazy. The story of me and my wife, right? So I met her at a game night, um, uh, at the Experience Christian Center. I was, I had literally just gotten off work in my work clothes, looking busted, you know, looking tired. (laughs) And I was standing outside the church on the phone with one of my homeboys. Um, and I was on the phone and she pulled up and when she pulled up, I literally told him, I promise, I wish I could call him on three way for him to tell you, <laughs> like, to confirm this. I'm not lying at all, but she pulled up and I was just like, I stopped and he was like, 
bro, what's what's going on? You stopped me at sentence. Everything's straight. I was like, bro, my wife just pulled up. Shut your mouth. I lied to you. <laughs> now, he was like, who? So he trying to get me to describe this woman that I'm talking about. Come on. He needed a picture to said, be painted. Huh? He needed a picture to be painted. He wanted right, to because he knew, he, knew the, he knew the people that went to the church. And I was like, bro, she don't go to the church. I was like, I've never seen her before, but that's going to be my wife. Come on. And it was so, and I just, and it was like crazy. So we went on, man, and he laughing. He like, bro, she that fine, bro? I'm like, <laughs> bro, I was like, bro, I don't even know why I just said that. But I was like, that's, that's going to be my wife, bro. Mm. And she, my, she had not gotten out the car. She could have been bad body. She could have been, <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't seen her body. I hadn't seen nothing. Right. Um, so I just said that. So then fast forward, um, we didn't even, we like met each other kind of just like, oh yeah, my name's such, 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 such through a mutual friend that we had at the time. So wait, wait, you saw uh, her that night? You was the first time I had ever saw her. You didn't speak. You didn't, you didn't introduce yourself? I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. Okay. Okay. Nope. Not until... We got like we when when I, I she had walked in I I finished my conversation walked in then I went to the person that we both knew the person that invited her and I was like hey who is that and they was like nah bro he they was like oh that such and such they was like you don't want nothing to do with her she mm -mm. going through a divorce yeah they was like she going through a divorce da 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 so I was like cool. Meanwhile, I'm sure I'm like I ain't trying to hear what you saying. You sound like a hater. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, finally I was like, bro, just introduce me to it, bro. You know what I'm saying? So he introduced us. Come to find out later, she had asked about me too. Mm. She asked who I was mm. too, which was crazy because I'm I'm just getting off work, like. I'm looking dirty and just, <laughs> just looking. I I wasn't looking like nothing. That's why I ain't go up to him. I'm like, man, I'm, I look terrible right now. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I hate to stop you again, but look, just from listening, because see, you know, I didn't know this story, right? But mm -hmm. listen, you had not seen her. She Never. had not stepped out of the car. You felt like you looked at a hot mess, or as you say, busted. Mm-hmm. But there was still something about absolutely about her mm -hmm. that showed up for you, and there was something. And she, about look, she wasn't her. even smiling. She had a unit on her face. She wasn't even smiling. <laughs> she had a unit, but I I don't know. I know what it was. That was God talking to me mm. and letting me know that's that she go right there. So let me ask you this: So do you think men really know? Like you said, you, oh, yeah. you, you oh, knew yeah. that when you saw her. I knew that when I saw her. Now, that's not the case for everybody. For everybody, yeah. I can't say, because I, I can't say that that's the case for everybody. But. Okay, well, let me ask of, this. Let me ask this then. Do you think a man would know if he's in a certain place, a space in his life to be able to mm -hmm. recognize? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sipping right now. 
Come on now, sip that bougie water over there now. <laughs> the bougie water. <laughs> no, I think I, every man knows. Every man knows whether he wants to marry this woman or not. He done spent some time and got to know her. Here's the most important part. But a lot of us don't know because we are distracted by sex. Mm. Right? So me and my come wife... On, come on and take us there now. So me and my wife... Um, so I, I got to tell you the story so you understand this. So she ended up actually reaching out to me via Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, she got my name on Facebook and she inboxed me or whatever. And so I, you know, inboxed it back. This is the time when BBM was out, Blackberry Messenger. So for the first... Oh, come on for the throwback now. <laughs> right. So, so for the first... For the first two and a half months of us knowing each other, mm-hmm. we didn't even have each other's phone number. We were just communicating through BlackBerry Messenger. Mm. For two and a half months, that's how we're getting to know each other. Right? So one day, because I, I was working, um, I used to work like, uh, I used to work at Winn-Dixie um, in a liquor store, and I, I closed two nights out of the week. I used to get off at 11 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, she had just hit me up on Blackberry Messenger. It was just just kind of checking on me, just like, "Hey, you, uh, how you how you doing? How work going? You know, did you eat anything?" I was like, "Nah, I forgot my lunch." And then at that time, like after after like six o'clock, I was there by myself, so I didn't have I couldn't go and get nothing to eat or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So she was like, "Well, I put the kids to bed. Um, I cook." Um, if you want to come by on your way home and get a plate, you're more than welcome to. Hmm. So I'm like, cool. All right, cool. All right, let's. I'll do that. Then I realized, um, I don't got your phone number. Now <laughs> <laughs> she sent me the address via BlackBerry Messenger, and I'm like, okay, I'll call you when I get outside. And then I just, then I realized. I can't call you because I don't have your phone number. Mm-hmm. And we laughed about that for so long because here it is, two and a half months of us communicating through BlackBerry Messenger. We don't have each other's phone number. And didn't Let even me, realize it. Right. This is, this is where the story gets even crazier, right? I go to her house, and she literally lives two streets away from my mother's house, from where I was living. What? This whole t- She had been there for I think like two years. Wow. And I never even knew she was that close to me. Mm. So and then like I didn't even believe this this is another reason like this this is all stuff that like drew me to her. She told me she had two kids, but I did not believe she had two kids. Number one because the only time I spent um was able to go over there and like really hang out is when her kids were with their with their with their dad mm-hmm. on their weekends. That's when we hung out, and her house was so clean. I was like, "You cannot have children. Like this is <laughs> like your house is like spotless, bro. There's no way that you have children." 
I'm talking about bathrooms. Everything was like spotless clean. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, you can't have kids. <laughs> so she literally had to walk me to show me like their rooms and stuff to mm. see that I do have kids. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay. But it was still like unbelievable. And the fact that she had enough sense to not introduce me to her children right. until she knew that this was going somewhere for real. That was another thing. So, and then I had a child on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why we kind of agreed that, you know, we, neither one of us, we didn't, we wasn't, we, we need to have sex. We need to, you know, be, trying to get into no relationship because like I said, she was going through a divorce. I had a kid on the way. Right. Right. But the next, the this, this is really what like, like took the cake from me. Her honesty, it was brutal, but it was much, it was greatly appreciated. Mm. Like she would tell me, like I would tell her, you know, some stuff. She was like, nah, you wrong. Nah, you yeah. wrong in that. She was like, nah, you wrong. you're absolutely wrong. She's right. You need to do this. You need to do that. And I'm looking at her like, are we? Are you trying to get to know me or are you trying to get me the heck away from you? Because you're really pissing me off right now. <laughs> but that was a form of love. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you love somebody enough to tell them the truth, no matter how it makes them feel, I was like, you know what? I've never had anybody to do this. Mm-hmm. So that was like, in itself, was just like crazy to me. Like, dang, you you really finna sit here and tell me that I'm wrong, bro? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, she was like, I don't care. She was like, you're wrong. Yeah. So and it was, it was me, things. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. She would tell me like anytime that I was wrong, she would tell me that I was wrong. And she would tell me what I needed to do. To make it, or if I was thinking about doing something, nah, that's not that's not a good mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it was like she didn't care nothing about you know the fact that we thought each other were attractive. She was we built the honest friendship. Yeah, yeah. And that's the crazy part. So we didn't really start dating like until probably about. Probably like six, six, seven months after we met each other. Mm. It was that much of building a friendship. So once we start dating, you know, that just made it even better. So yeah, it flowed. It just flowed. Yeah. So it was like, okay, I, I've already built a genuine friendship. And now that we're in a relationship, I can deal with this. Like, yeah. And so I have very specific requests when I told God what I wanted in the wife, because I knew what it was going to take to keep me attracted all my life. Mm. And he honored every single request. I'm talking yeah. about, I'm talking about down to physical attributes. Yeah. I had specific physical things that had to be right. <laughs> like literally like very specific. I was with God. Well, you know, I have heard that you do need to be specific. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, you better be. You better be. If you know what you like, you better ask them for what you like. Come on now. And so I was literally, it was, um, 
it was that that um Saturday before that Sunday that you witnessed the proposal. Mm-hmm. Um, by this time, I had to met the kids. We went to the beach. We were on the way back from the beach, and everybody was asleep. And I was just in a in a in a moment of um, Thanksgiving, you know, just telling God, man, listen, thank you for, you know, somebody who was who's genuine, and you know, just thanking them for honesty mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know, even though I didn't ask for the kids, you know, there was a bonus. Right, right. And, and 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 everything good, and you know everything works out with that. So I was like, man, thank you for like a relationship where I really feel like, you know, at peace, kind of, with kind of no worries. And he just kind of spoke back to me like, hey, you asked me for, I gave it to you. What are you waiting on? Mm. And th- here's the crazy part: I have brought the ring. An- another crazy part. I have brought the ring back in March. So I had the ring in March. I had the ring, yeah, I had the ring for like three months before I ever, wait, April, May, two months, sorry. Two months um, before I ever proposed. So I kind of felt it. I kind of felt it then. Like back in March, I kind of knew. Like I knew. Like, listen, man, if I'm going to marry anybody, this is going to be the one. It's going to be her. And everybody, like, everybody around me, like, man, she used to, my dogs used to be able to come to the house and hang out. Like, she used to go to the club with me. Mm. It was something I had never had before, and it was was solid, man. And I knew, like, after a certain period of time, I just knew, I knew that this was the woman I wanted. I saw every attribute in the wife that I wanted. In her every characteristic of a wife that I wanted. I saw it in her. So that's why I say after a certain amount of time, men know, man. Yeah. They know. Yeah. Sometimes they stay because they hope that they, that she showed them something different Mm. or they may, they may prolong themselves. They may prolong it because, uh, they may hesitate on asking because they may not feel they they where they need where they right. where they need to be financially. I was just about to say that they may not feel like they they need to be where they should be. Listen, I was making nine dollars. I was making nine dollars and seventy five cents an hour. Come on, when I proposed to my wife, mm. but she helped me understand that provision was more than. Right. right. It was more right. than financial. I provided the stability for her kids to see, a hardworking man. I provided true happiness for her. Mm. Even with making the little money I was making, I made sure I put stuff to the side to be able to date her. I made sure I put money to the side to be able to buy her a ring. And her ring went no... It was not under $1,100. It cost more than that. So that's why, like, if you really if you really want to make it happen, you can make it happen. Can, I did yeah, that for $9.75 an hour. Come on. You did that. And she, got a nice, she had a nice ring, too. And I, was, <laughs> I wanted to get her something bigger, but she didn't want it. She wanted something smaller and antique. Yeah. Which yeah. was another. I was like, oh, God, you don't really bless me. <laughs> Like she went into the because the one out because we we had you know kind of been looking 
because we hadn't had the conversation before, but we had kind of been looking at rings and stuff, and I, everything that I would pick out, she would be like, nah, that's, that's kind of too big. I want something a little smaller, a little more simple, but simple but classy. And yeah. that's that's her personality. She's real simple, but she's classy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I can do it, anybody can. If I, I can do it, make it 975, and, and we, we didn't go to no... We was in Zales, nigga. <laughs> we was in Zales, and there was nothing. It wasn't no cheap ring, I'm going to tell you that. I but just, um, I just always wondered as a woman, you know what I'm saying? Do men... They really, know. I mean, but, you know, like like we, I guess we both kind of agreed on, you know, um, not all men will know that, okay? Not all men ain't going to know that right off rip like you. Yeah, they, they ain't going to um, know for, off, off, off site. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I and, thank you for sharing that that story. You know, I, I learned something new tonight. I do want to put this disclaimer. I do not make nowhere near 975 nine. That Come on, is Come on let the people know now. <laughs> the, the Lord has blessed me, huh? Amen. <laughs> the Lord has blessed me, and I have a wife that has continuously... Like, she makes me want to do better. Mm. And it's not in no complaining type of way. Right. It's a gratitude that she shows. That's beautiful, man. That's it's beautiful. a gratitude. And I, I have a goal. I already told her what my goal is. And I'm I'm on my way to my goal, to her being able to decide whether she wants to work or not. Because mm. I know she's not going to be able to just sit home and be a stay-at-home mom because she's too controlling for that. <laughs> that ain't her um, personality. Yeah, no, nah, not controlling. <laughs> we have a great understanding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's too, like, she has too much inside of her for her to sit home and, and just be a stay-at-home mom. Right. She has right. too many giftings and too many um, um, skills for her to, to just sit home. But I do want to. I told her I said I wanted to be where if you decide that you want to wake that you wake up and don't want to go to work, you have that luxury. Mm, you got that option. Yeah. So mm. we on our way. That's we that's on our way. That really is. And I'm gonna just tell you, Tavares. You know, as we get ready to um, close out, and, and I feel like we we gonna have to at this point. Otherwise, yeah. we will continue. Yeah, we got <laughs> another thir- another thirty minutes. <laughs> not saying not saying anything is wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. But I'm I'm, I'm looking out for the listeners as well. Um, you know, I it may be something that, that wouldn't mind uh, another thirty forty minutes. But I just want to say that um, you know, as as I've watched you on this journey from boyhood to manhood, um. And even listening to, you know, the stories. And I appreciate the story. I love stories, by the way. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But just listening, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You painted a picture for all of us on this episode that showed growth, maturity. You know what I'm saying? Like... And I just want to say, I'm, I'm just, I'm truly proud of you. I'm proud of the man that you are right now today. And I'm proud that you took lessons learned 
as young Tavares and was able to apply those things to make you the man that you are right now, today. I'm proud of you for being the father that you are, the husband that you are, the overall individual and man that you are. I'm just proud of you. And I wish you uh, much success, much luck, um, many blessings. I appreciate Um, that. I'm just proud of you, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, yes. So, uh, I guess I'll ask at this time as we get ready to um, to close out, if you could hit us with one truth moment. I mean, you, you didn't hit us with several. <laughs> but if you could hit us with one truth moment, what would you drop on us? The truth is you never stop growing. Mm-hmm. Um. Let every day be a growth. I look every day to learn something new. I learn I learn from my children. Mm. I learn stuff from my kids, man. Like I said, my um, my wife had, you know, she had two girls before we got married. Man, I'm actually her third marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but I told her, I said, when you got the right one, you, the mother ones don't matter. Come on now, come on. You know, and a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people would uh, be afraid to, yeah, you know, to marry somebody who's been married twice. But when I I know what I saw, and I know what I needed, and and she was exactly what I needed. Mm. So I learned even from my kids, man. Um, dealing with their fathers, and you know different stuff like that, man. I'm learning I'm learning from them every day. Yeah. I'm learning from my from my firstborn son, uh Mr. Aiden. Excuse me. I'm learning from him. I'm learning from even the only the, the um only child that me and her have like biologically together, which is my baby boy Malachi. I'm learning from him. I learn from all of my kids. I learn yeah. I learn from everybody. I try to learn something from everybody. And if you if you go in that mindset knowing that every day you're becoming, you're mm. becoming you're still becoming every day. I can dig that. The moment you feel that you have arrived is the moment that you that you agree to fail. Mm. Because even the greatest business people, they learn every day. Yes, that's facts, though. So, that would be my truth moment, man. Grow, keep growing daily. Yeah. Keep growing, keep growing, keep growing. Stay connected. Stay connected to God. Yeah. Stay connected to God. Mm-mm. Well, Mr. Barnes, I thank you for joining me on this week's Wave of Truth for October's Boys and Men episode. Thank you for having me. I hope I hope I get uh, I'm able to bless to grace this uh, podcast again. Come on now, listen, listen now. We go way back. Remember, come on now. Look right, right. We, we, come on. We, we can link up on the on you know whatever. I'm, I'm willing to. Come on now. Well, I appreciate that, and I mean you've always ahead, you've man. always been a support. I mean. Even copy scope days, you know what I'm saying? You've always oh, yeah. supported. And Man, I- those are the days, boy. 
Oh. I ain't gonna lie, I miss Coffee Scope, man. Really? I've had people ask me recently too about Coffee Scope. But you yeah, know, Coffee we... Scope prepared me for the truth moment. Yeah. We had a we had a solid group on Coffee a solid regular group on Coffee Yes, Scope. we did. Come on, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Man, we had a solid we had a solid group, man. Good vibes on Coffee Scope. Man. Yes, man. Positive vibes. There you go. Yes. Yeah. And some of them same people. Still continue to rock out and support. Yeah, because man, when they when they believe, when they see your vision and believe in you, how can you not support it? Right. Yeah. I believe well, you know, that you, you always welcome, my brother. You always. Yeah. I, I honestly believe that this is this is what you were meant to do, and hmm. to see see how much joy you have in it, Miss Mika Joy. Come on now. It's even that's even more of a. Of a motivation, man, to find something that to find something that you enjoy to do and do it. But you know what? I didn't. I didn't find. I felt like it found me. Mm hmm. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't searching. I wasn't looking. That thing found me. <laughs> and all that ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Yes, ma'am. But I thank you. I appreciate that. And and I mean, just even you taking a time out of your busy day. You know what I'm saying. And to end your day, being yes. here, staying committed oh, yeah. to, to what you said you were going to do, I, I truly appreciate that. So, yes, Absolutely. we're always welcome <laughs> back. You know what I'm saying? It may not be a Boys and Men episode, but you know what I'm saying? You always yeah, welcome back. You know, I don't care, whatever. I just want to support and talk and have fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, yeah. And that's the energy I try to create. You know what I'm yes. saying? Lay back, cool, chill. Absolutely. Real talk. You have created it in success. Yeah. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know when your next coaching, you know, I don't know when the next game or, or next uh, uh, practice is, but, you know, don't wear the whistle out on the kids now, okay? Listen, nah. On Saturdays, I don't use it. I, we have practice tonight, uh, but I don't, we got a game Saturday. So. Okay, okay. Well, sir, you enjoy the rest of your night. Get you some rest now. I don't know if you're going to get your shower tonight. Oh, yeah. But Got to. Take take a moment out for you. Have, have I will. self-care session. And, I will uh, do that. Tell the wife and the children I said hello. I will do. I will All right, do that sir. Well. All, All right. right. Thank you. Take it easy now. All right. Y'all take it easy. All right. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Bye. This is the part of the episode where I take the time out to say thank you. Thank you for pressing play and thank you for joining me on this week's Wave of Truth. Listen, beautiful people, if you were digging the energy, the vibes, and the truth that was shared on this episode, show me some love. Rate, subscribe, and write a review over on Apple Podcasts. Also, be sure to follow The Truth Moment on Spotify and Favorite on Anchor. And until we meet next episode in between time, make sure that you're staying hydrated out there in the streets. Make sure you're drinking plenty of water, taking your daily vitamins, vibrating higher, and minding your own business. Peace. Peace.